I, uh, this is my third year here with you, so I'm sure I've told you this, uh, but that's my favorite gospel. Uh, that's the gospel by which I felt like the Lord called me to the priesthood. It's kind of funny. Um, when I finished seminary, my mom showed me this Bible, uh, and I wrote at this reading that we just heard, I circled it and wrote, April 10th, 1978, Jesus wants me to be a priest. And uh, I don't remember, I have a vague recollection of that, and uh, it's just so cool to me to pray with you today. It always is, like in my heart, I can't believe we get to do this, but uh, it has real special significance for me today. Thank you for letting me be your priest, and um, poor Jesus, you know, you, you think he'd have better options. Uh, but um, I, I won't tell you that story again, because I don't want to, uh, and you don't need to hear it again. But. Uh, what I would like to do is take a minute, and this might start off a little dark, and I'm so sorry, but uh, not sorry enough to, you know, change. Uh, in our life, our life, it seems to me, you know, it's filled with gaps, right? And I think, for me at least, and I'll bet for you, uh, probably the biggest gap is between the man I am and the man I know I could be, right? I, I want to be holy, uh, but not really, yeah? I like my sin. I struggle with my sin. Uh, there's sin in my life where I pretend it's not sin because that's just easier, yeah? Um, and there's also those moments, you know, we, we all have patterns of sin that we wrestle with and, and we hate them and we keep repenting and then we do them again and then wash, rinse, repeat, yeah? Over and over. Uh, maybe, you know, I don't, I'm not married, I don't have kids, but I'll bet um, for those of you married, some days you walk away and think, my spouse doesn't know how much I love them. Uh, they know I'm irritated, yeah? But when, they, when we try to express our love, often the train wreck comes out instead. And with our kids, no one here is a perfect parent. Dad's here. He was very close, very close. Uh, he made a mistake, I think, in 87. Um, but as parents, I know I, I talk to you, and you love your kids so much, and then you walk away, and we're like, why did I blow up? And then kids, you love your mom and dad, or at least, you know, you need them. And why did I say that, right? Uh, how often as a kid... Is that the after the argument thing in our head? Why did I say that? It's a big old gap, right? And it gets frustrating. And then there's, there's a gap in our country between the country we're called to be and the country we are. And we've just lost our minds. Yeah, I, there was an article, um, come Holy Spirit, Thursday. There was an article I read Thursday uh, where they were interviewing waiters, waitresses, cashiers, um, and they all talked about how in the last two years, they've taken more abuse from people than ever. They're seeing people just melt down over the craziest things, like, in locking ourselves up, and then just watching news geared towards scaring us for a year. It turns out that's not good for us, huh? Um, and then, I don't know if you remember, we, we had some kind of plague last year. That was a little scary, yeah. 
And there's all these gaps in our country between who we're supposed to be, who we know we can be, but it's just too hard. We'd rather just kind of fall into shrieking at people who disagree with us. It's a lot easier, yeah? And then don't get me started on the church, hey? Right? Uh, I think at one point in the last few years, we went almost two days without a scandal. And uh, yes, you know, we're breaking our personal record. Um, it's so frustrating. Uh, it's so frustrating, the gaps. And I think for me, uh, what tends to happen is I start mashing all the gaps together and then I get panicky. I get worried and I get dark. Everything is so loud. And you know, we try, I'm sure, or, or we wouldn't be here, you know, uh, we try. But what I want us to do is take a minute and think about this miracle, right, uh, from our gospel. We heard it was a miracle in the Old Testament, right, that Elisha the prophet did. And then this story of Jesus multiplying the bread and fish, it happens twice in Matthew, twice in Mark, twice in Luke. And John just does it once and figures you get it, right? Uh, but it's something Jesus clearly did a few times. He took a tiny amount of human things and made it ridiculous in its goodness. And I, I really believe with all of my heart when it comes to me or you and our gaps, when it comes to our country and its gaps, when it comes to our church and its gaps are at work. I didn't even get into work, but you know that jerk that's at your place and if they would just listen to you, everything would be better. Uh, all of those gaps, instead of letting them overwhelm us by thinking of them all the time, I think Jesus has a better idea, a big surprise. He knows what he's doing. And it starts with the boy. Did you catch that in the gospel? That the miracle happened because some kid wasn't frankly smart enough to know that a couple chunks of bread and some fish were a ridiculous answer to the problem. No adult would look at 5,000 hungry people and think, I got it. I got a couple loaves and some fish. But he, in his innocence, he did. Here's what I got. And I've heard those homilies when I was growing up with the priests who try to make it a human miracle. Right? Oh, they all started to share baloney. Right? This was a miracle of God. Not some kind of human generosity where all of a sudden people brought an obscene amount of food but refused to share. Certainly not in that culture. Right? This was a miracle. And the miracle only happened because some kid didn't know that he wasn't enough. And so what did he give Jesus? Everything he had. There's a couple loaves and some fish. And when he gave it to Jesus, it was more than enough. Like a crazy amount of more than enough. And that's what we do with the gaps. We, the, the gaps in our heart between the people we are and the people we know we're called to be and that we can be. Well, then I say to Jesus, and I do this every morning, everything I got, Lord, it's yours. Do what you got to do. My, my, my strengths and my gifts and talents, both of them. My sins, all of them. 
my flaws, my weaknesses, all of it, yours. There's my three loaves and my two fish. And it's stupid to give it to you, but it's the smartest thing to give it to you. It's stupid by human reasoning, but look where human reasoning got us. It got us to the gaps. Divine reasoning, the mind of God is, give me all you got and then just get out of my way. I'm going to feed everybody. We got to turn off the cacophony of voices that keep telling us, hey, you're all drowning and we're going to describe the water. Yeah? Turn them off. We don't need them. They're not helping. And listen to the voice of Jesus who says, give me everything you got. I know it's ridiculous, but trust me. He's not going to heal the country through any other means. He's not going to heal the church through any other means. He's not going to heal our hearts by any other means. St. Teresa, the little flower, when she saw the nightmare in the church during her lifetime, yeah, by the way, this has been going on for 2,000 years, right? Well, 1,970 years. Jesus, the first 30, Jesus had this pretty good, yeah? She said, what will I do? I know. In the heart of the church, I'll be love. You can't name the Pope when she was alive, but you know her because she gave Jesus everything she had and it healed the church. So that's it for today. I'm going to keep talking. I mean, but that's the idea. I don't want to get too excited here. In a minute, we're going to give him some bread and wine. And these are common, normal things. And you can go get unleavened bread and you can go get wine and it's not hard to get. There's a lot of it. But then we're going to give it to him. And when he's done with it, it's going to be the greatest thing in the universe. It's going to be God in the form of bread. It's going to be his blood in the form of wine. And we're going to take him into our bodies and be more like him as a result. And let that be a microcosm for every day of our life. When we say to Jesus, here's my gaps, all of them. The gaps in my heart, the gaps in our country, the gaps in our church, the gaps at work. And I promise you, everything I am is yours now. We'll be astounded at the good that can do, despite us. So let's give him all we got. He can use our sin. It'll make us humble. <laughs> he can use our sin. It'll make us merciful. And he can use our virtue. He can use it all. Give it all to him. And just watch what he can do. Amen? Amen. Okay.